Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Well, hello and welcome to uh, the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. My name is Shane Duffy and I have the honor of being the guest host today. As uh, you guys know, if you listened to last episode, we've turned the microphone around and put Tim Hayden and Michael Brown on the other side so they could answer some questions around the topic, managing and leading through chaotic times. So this is part two of that conversation. If you missed part one, go back and check that out and get a reset on on really the situation uh, and the things we're talking about specifically at Sergeant Metal, but some uh, uh, important insight and wisdom that can help any leader of a team or organization uh, when things get crazy. And we all know from time to time they do, both expected things and unexpected things. So again, Tim, Michael, thanks for being here on your own podcast. (laughs) Uh, But let's just jump right back in uh, to the conversation uh, that we started uh, last go-round. What's the most important thing to remember? So when you're looking back on this, what would you wish you would have known or what did you focus in on that can help all of our listeners think about, hey, when something chaotic happens, don't forget this? How would you answer that question? Um, well, I'll start, Michael, if that's okay. I think that um, I am a – you two guys know me pretty well. I'm a pretty pa- – I'm a passionate guy. And for me, it was slowing down, being calm, and – auditing the process so you know I, and i had an i had an idea I, hey i think this is what happened and you know naturally i could say boom let's go address it but slow down be calm because as if you're in a leadership role and both michael and i are people are watching our every move mm-hmm. so as we're going through that you know we want to go and we want to go through and let's just be ourselves go through it as we we ask lots of people lots of questions and i think but the the key there is just we don't be you want to be really calm you don't want to get all worked up and excited because if you do your team is watching that they say well if the leaders and uh, if the leaders concerned okay i'm going to get concerned we just want to go through the process and audit no that's good slow down stay calm so you can have conversations if you get riled up everybody's going to be afraid mm-hmm. basically right and they they may not be as as forthright michael what would you add to that yeah well i think that's those things are key there i mean in any organization the organization is going to take on the, the character or the the, uh, the qualities a lot of times of a leader. And in a chaotic time, I think it's even magnified. If the, if the leader's freaking out and, and going crazy or, or disappears, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that creates more uncertainty. So I think in a chaotic time, no matter what it might be, uh, it's important for the leader, number one, to, to be present, be visible, um, be with the team. Um, and, and that calming influence is, hey, whatever the situation is, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. Um, those are important things to remember, I think, for any leader in a chaotic time. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I'm curious about uh, the process you guys went through. I don't know that we need to get into the exact situation, the exact process, but I'm wondering if you – did you go to the most obvious answer first, like the most simple possible solution, and then work your way to more complex reasons? And in this – situation how did you find was it easy to find the problem just by looking or did it take a little more digging a little more time uh for me it was very easy to find the problem okay and then every person that touched 
that touched the process, we had a one-on-one conversation with every person that touched the process. And doing that calm conversation, but hey, okay, explain to me what happened and explain to me, hey, walk me through what happened. And then you let you let the team member sit there and they tell you, you know, exactly what happened. So what I've learned, hey, ask questions, shut up, let them talk. So <laughs> Ask questions and listen. That's, yep. that's good. And you, you noticed this problem right away. You had a sense of what the problem was. This was uh, uh, you were paying too much or paying more for a, a, a good than you were actually selling, selling it for, for yes. which is, again, not a way to run a business. That's right. right. Um, I'm curious, um, too, is there, as you did that audit and you found that problem, did you discover anything else that could be better about that process? as you were digging into this particular problem, or was that the only issue in this case? That was the, I mean, Michael, oh, you go yeah. ahead first. Well, I think you learn a little bit about processes, um, but I think you also learn a lot about people. Okay. You learn a lot about the team members that are part of your team. Tim mentioned that we uh, had a lot of conversations, just kind of fact-finding, um, just learning, ask questions and listen. Uh, but in that process, you learn a lot about different team members. You learn about their uh, desire to, to be a part of the team and, and do well, um, their their work ethic, their uh, do they really care? Oh, that's good. That comes out pretty quick. Yeah. And so there's a lot about the people, I think, that we learned. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing I learned um, is that uh, our primary person that buys all of our product, man, I learned he has a wealth of knowledge mm. in what he's doing. I, I, again, I trusted other people said it, but when I got, you know, when I got on his, when I got in his roles level, and we started asking questions, I said, "Wow, he really knows what he's doing, and he's really got our best interest at heart." And all through this process, everything you and I found out, Michael, he did absolutely the right thing. One of our core values: do the right thing. He did the right thing. You know, in I my love, opinion. What a great, you know, because here's what I'm, I'm hearing you say that I want to make sure the listeners grab a hold to. You know, you want the pricing right, obviously, in a manufacturing type business. But at the end of the day, it's really all about the people. Mm-hmm. Right. In this yes. conversation, though, you found the problem. The pricing was off. But in doing so, you were able to have multiple conversations with people and really figure out, hey, do they really care about this? Are they really bought in? And you get to the point where... One of the team members you find out are, are an expert at what they're mm-hmm. doing, and they have a lot to offer, whereas you otherwise you may not have taken the time to do that, yeah. right? And so I think you know when it when it boils down, it really is all about the people because you're going to get the pricing right, but if you've got the right people in the right place, uh, that's a really a game changer for an organization. And so that's one of the probably unpredicted but side benefits of having to dig through this mm-hmm. this chaotic time. And yeah, Shane, I'll add one more thing. Um, um, and I mentioned on the last podcast, March the 8th, our, con- our controller gave me a report, is that I took that and I, I personally, I deep dove, didn't take me long to find it. I took the one part number that was the, you know, that was one of the, one of, probably the most expensive part we supply that, that customer, and I quickly found it. But to me, and I think as a leader, you need to understand. And, and if I'm, if I'm, if you, either you guys disagree with this, please uh, jump in. Nothing's beneath me, and that I, I went where I needed to go to find out the information. So now we were able to go take a look. So, and as a leader, I'm nothing's beneath me. I'm, 
I grew up in our business, as I mentioned earlier, so it didn't take me long to find out exactly what the issue was. And then we just had to go find, okay, why did this happen? Who did what? Why do we do it? And et cetera. So. That's good. You know, one of the key things that uh, destroys leaders as an organization grows is you lose the front-line mentality. Mm-hmm. You forget what it's like to be in face-to-face with the customer or the product or yep. the process. And, you know, things like this give you an opportunity to regain a little bit of yeah. that. And, yep. uh, no, that's always good. Well, you, you talked on the last podcast about meeting with the various people involved in this and then specifically in meeting with your salaried employees to kind of go through this. So I don't know which one you want to address, but I thought a good uh, question to ask would be, how did you address this chaos or this chaotic time or this challenge uh, with your team? How did you go about doing that? Michael, you want to go first? Well, we were honest. We uh, pulled people together again as we talked briefly about the previous podcast. Um, it wasn't just a problem or a situation that affects only one or two people. It had a ripple effect. It affected everybody in the organization to some degree, whether they knew it or not, but especially the ones that were clued into what was going on and, and kind of could feel the tension and feel the, the, the challenges. Uh, just being honest, you know, addressing the situation and sharing uh, what we could with them and, um, you know, kind of trying to also provide a calming influence to, to walk forward that there's a, a uh, solution there's a plan to move forward um, that we're not you know it's not all over you know the, the world's not ending because of this so there's a plan to move forward as well so being that steadying calming influence is pretty important in that season you know and, and and I said it on the last podcast but we met with all the salary group together so they all heard the same message but one thing that we did make real clear we're going to be fine hmm. as a company we're going to be fine is that you know we've had a little blip but you know we are going to be fine. You know we 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 know the issue. We've addressed it, and hey, it, it was important. Everyone heard the same message as I mentioned on the last podcast. But it was to me. I think that um, I think, and I mentioned it last podcast. Our team is more engaged today than they were before March the eighth, and I think we continue to learn from that. And again, be honest, be transparent, be authentic. You know, I think if we we do those things, uh, honestly, be vulnerable. You yeah. know, uh, I told the team, you know, that's one of the hardest days in my career, and it was. I said because you know it was a uh, it was very very tough. Decision was easy, unfortunately, but you know the execution of that was really really tough. So, mm-hmm. and I think, but to let them know because they say, hey, you know what? Okay, I know that Tim and Michael's part of that with me. I mean, hey. Hopefully they, they know how much we care for them, for our team, for all the families that we're so blessed to support. So it's a big deal to us. You know, I've said it in my career. When I lay my head on my pillow every night, I'll make sure I do everything in my power to do the right thing to support all the families that we're so blessed to be able to do. Yeah. That's a big deal to me. That's good. Be honest. I also love that you, you basically said stay calm uh, and stay positive. You wanted to instill confidence even through yeah. that, which is really good. So – uh, the shorthanded way is don't sugarcoat it, say what happened, but don't be a jerk either, right? Yeah. Yep. Just uh, instill confidence. and uh, But kind of following up with that, uh, how important is being transparent through this? Did you walk through the, the exact things that happened with, with your team so they know exactly what happened, or did you kind of give an overview? How, how deep did you get into this particular problem with the team at large? I think that with the team at large, we gave an overview. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
with yeah. the people, with the managers that it affected, we went very deep. Right. They knew exactly what happened and the reason why. So, but a lot of the salary staff are not involved in that, but we let them know high level yeah. what happened. But the people that it, the people that were part of the front end team, as an example, they knew exactly what happened. Yeah. So I think, you know, a couple stages. It may be semantics. I think it's more than that. But um, we wanted to be authentic. With, yep. with everyone involved. Everyone here in the organization is a part of the, the, the team. Uh, we want to be authentic, we want to be honest about it, and then transparent as far as maybe sharing some of the details or being a little bit more intimate in those conversations. That was with just the, not I won't say a select view, but that was with a smaller group, uh, the folks that were a little bit closer to the situation um, and you know the ones that, that needed to know some of those other details. So I think that was kind of the, the pattern there, the authentic with all, transparent with with the select group and I think transparency in anything that you do is the most important thing yeah you have to be honest you have to be transparent Uh, and and I've said this for a long time what comes out of my mouth is the truth so I'm talking to you I'm gonna be honest so you know I'm joking Shane I like your shirt let's just say I didn't (laughs) like your shirt I may not tell you I don't like your shirt but but again but the things that come out of my mouth are the truth it's important if you're leading people it's important to make sure that everything we say is honest it's transparent and it's the truth you want to be trustworthy uh i remember if i'm not mistaken you and i had lunch like right as you were finding this stuff out yes and you were bothered yes (laughs) you were bothered to say the least like i don't normally see you but you were you know you shared me a little bit going on and, and michael i didn't see you on that day but i'm just curious how much of how much it bothered you uh, how much of that did you let your your team see? Like, you know, why do you personally? I mean, this is family businesses. You've done this your whole life, Tim, and uh, it's a big deal. So, how much did you let them see that? Uh, well, I'll say this: I let Michael answer that because Michael was part of that. I know. I think that. I think people. Well, I'll ask you, Michael. Did people see I was visibly upset whenever we talked to him? Yeah, and again, it goes to proximity. You know the the, the folks that are closer, um, but I think it was evident that that there was a, a heaviness, and that's the thing. Leadership is heavy, yes. right? So when you're leading through a chaotic and, and challenging time, knowing that leadership is heavy, there's going to be a, a weight to it. And one of the things she said just a moment ago is, we do want to be vulnerable with our team. We want to be honest and, and open and authentic, um, and we'll be transparent with as as many as we can, and about the details of certain things. And so. Um, I think for the most part, most folks knew um, that there was a heaviness to it. There's a weight um, of, of having to, the situation going on and, and having to, to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for the, for the managers that were closest to it, you know, a lot of them stepped up and said, hey, how can I help? Yeah. How can we make sure this doesn't happen again? What processes do we need to look at or change? And going forward, so I think they felt that weight. Yeah, you know, from from what I saw, Mike. And that's what you. I mean, I guess that's what I'm getting at. You you don't, um, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. If you're frustrated and you're just going to go crazy, I mean, that's not going to help anybody. Yeah. And you guys didn't do that. Um, you were focused on, hey, what was the problem? How do we get it right? And then how do we move forward without mm-hmm. making this kind of mistake again? But um, let me ask this question: how, how can you overcome character defects that make it? That could potentially affect your ability to lead. I think for me, naturally, man, I could have jumped to conclusions and went ballistic. It's not gonna do any good. 
I think for me, I just need you need to slow down. I, I said it earlier, be calm, and just let um, you know. Hey, let let time take its course, and that you know what, talk to the folks that are involved, find out information, and then from there, okay. And once we did, once we did, then we you know hey, we put our Michael and I put our heads together because he and I were uh, quote unquote the committee <laughs> that was that was auditing the process. But I think that uh, it's important not to jump to conclusions. Shane, when I saw the price we quoted and the price we paid, and I said a little bit on the last podcast, I knew, what have we done? And I tried to go see on our system, okay, did we change the price anyway or did we? And we didn't. And I said, okay, did we find, did I find emails? Did we go back? Did it ever change? No, we didn't. And the bad, the bad thing about it is that our customer knew we were paying more. They knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And had emails that showed it, and they had you know, so no names. And hey, and we and we tried to go back and talk to them about it, but anyway, so, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, but we they're still they're still good folks. So. Good. Yeah, Michael, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think I mean in the idea of overcoming character defects as we you know, lead, I think of of two things. One is uh, kind of viewing leadership as a team sport, um, so that when um, the other piece of it is. We, we've talked in the past about you have to know yourself to lead yourself. Mm-hmm. So if I know there's shortcomings in my life, I have a team member that I'm leading with, um, we are vulnerable. We share some of those things. We're, we're authentic on uh, the struggles that we may have in leading. We um, know the shortcomings that we may have. And with that, we're able to kind of fill in the gap for each other. Um, and, and we're able to pick up the pieces for ourselves. If I know that how I'm going to respond in a certain situation, um, if I'm going to blow up and be angry because of, of whatever, uh, then I can uh, sometimes borrow help from somebody yeah. else to kind of walk through that, or I can uh, calm myself down before I go into it because I know myself to lead myself. I can't lead myself well. I can't lead others. No, that's really good. There's a really good book, uh, old book called The Dark Side of Leadership that talks about the, you know, where you're strong at. There's a there's a corresponding weakness, and to have a team. Like you mentioned, Michael, that can maybe help you identify right. that or keep you from letting the dark side take over yeah. in certain situations. Uh, because it is, every leader has a disposition, you know, whether it's I'm always right and everything's going to work fine. And when something doesn't go right, you want to shift blame, like, yeah. you know, as opposed to take responsibility. Um, and in, ca- in cases like this and any other chaotic time, the team thing you can model for. Uh, your team is how do you take responsibility? How do you yeah. own it, and how do you not react out of emotion? Um, but you try to get get to the problem, make it better, and help everybody um, learn from it. Absolutely. You know, Shane. You. Yeah, no, no, I, I interrupt you. Thank you for finishing that thought. Um, I am so thankful that Michael's sitting here beside me today, but also that we walked through that together. I'm so glad I didn't have to make that decision on my own. I'm just glad that because he was able to see some things that I couldn't see, and he was able to provide some insight. And hopefully, we did that together because I think it's important. You know, hey, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go yep. further, go as a group. that's good. Yeah, go as a, go as a team. Amen to that. So let's go back real quick to talk about the team a little bit. Um, the ripple effect. This impacted everybody or most of the people in the organization, which you you wouldn't necessarily think, but you've learned that it really did. So what were some uh, things you did, you guys did to mitigate the negative impact to morale uh, on the team after this kind of chaotic moment? Well, I think, again, we've hit on it a couple times, but uh, being as, as authentic 
as possible. Um, you know, I think morale can definitely be hindered when things are hidden, when things mm. when you're not maybe honest about certain situations. Um, but I think you know, just being honest as you can about situations, um, being um, transparent where possible, uh, those things really tend to, to have a positive effect typically, especially when you have a leader that's going to show up and kind of rally the troops yep. to move forward and, and be positive and, and walking that out. That's it. Uh, well, let's, uh, as we wind down this um, uh, episode in all the chaotic times, here's a, here's a challenging question. Uh, how do you prepare for the unexpected? How do you get ready for chaotic times? Is that even possible, Tim? Um, it, it has to be in leadership because you've got to expect the unexpected. I mean, the reality is, and so if something happens, um, and, and Shane, I heard you say this not long ago, you know, hey, first thing we got to do is stop the bleeding. So how do you do that? And, you know, Michael and I were part of a, uh, we actually got to go hang out with some Navy SEALs. It's been a couple months oh, ago. Wow. And, um, and we did a medical, um, they, they taught us how to use a tourniquet. Okay. So if you get somebody that cuts their leg and they cut it with a skill saw, all you want to do is high, tight, and fast. That's what we learned. <laughs> okay. So so you want to stop the bleeding. That's what you got to do because they'll bleed to death. So you know what? You do that, and now, hey, let's heal the wound. So now let's get it healed. And then after we do it, now let's go evaluate, okay, what happened, and then what can we do to make sure that it doesn't happen again? Yeah, absolutely. That's excellent. Stop the bleeding, heal the wound, evaluate yep. so we don't so it doesn't happen again. Yep. So you don't you don't want to cut your other leg off with, exactly with right. a skill saw yeah. if you can that's exactly if right. you can yeah. avoid it. Well, that's good. I think there's a lot of helpful things in last uh, times podcast and this one too around chaotic times. Before we go, any uh, parting thought for the listeners out there? Start with you, Tim. Okay, um, just I, uh, remember I said it earlier. Remember, as a leader, people are watching your every move, and I want to be a leader that people want to choose to follow, not that they're forced to follow. So just understand that. Be transparent. Be vulnerable. You know, um, hey, if you're a little ticked off in the right way, let people know that. You know, I think people appreciate authenticity and being genuine. You know, if you fake, people see right through it real quick. So agree. Uh, to me, I would just do that. And and uh, hey, and just uh, embody the vision that you're doing in your business or whatever you may be doing. If it's you know metal fabrication at Sergeant Metal, or if it's you know whatever you may be doing out there in the world, you know, yep. uh, just em- em- embrace it and embody it. And, uh, you know, again, be a leader people want to choose to follow. If you do that's that, you're going to be a lot better shape than you are if you're being forced to follow. People won't want to follow you. you yeah, that's right. That's good. Michael, what would you? Well, in leading in, in chaotic times, again, chaotic, challenging times oftentimes brings up, um, we, we become emotional. And, and in those times, that emotion, uh, oftentimes we're not the best decision makers when we're emotional. So I'm um, kind of going back there. I mean, doing our absolute best to make decisions before you have to make a decision. Uh, make the decisions and then have a plan uh, going in. You can't obviously plan for every single situation out there, but um, for, the, for the foreseeable possible challenges and, and chaotic things that could come your way, um, generically speaking, have as many plans and as many things in place before. Make that decision unemotionally and then just be able to, to roll that out when necessary. Very good. Well, guys, Tim, Michael, thanks for letting me sit on this side of the mic and, and ask you guys some questions. I know the listeners will learn a lot from it. So just want to thank everybody again for uh, joining uh, the podcast. And uh, Tim, Michael, thank you so much for being our guest today. So thanks for listening and God bless. 
If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.